you know, you're excited because you're like, oh, I can play the Grand Old Opry. It's not necessarily, maybe, I'm just riffing here. Yeah. But it's not necessarily that you're excited to play the Grand Old Opry. You are, but you're excited because you're just like, this means I accomplished this. Yeah. And so it must mean that I'm X status. Like, I have this kind of status, and and I'm accomplishing some sort of goal. Like, I'm I'm succeeding in my journey. So it's not necessarily that des- destination where, like, you know, I want to play stadiums. Like, the stadium playing, obviously, I'm sure it gets old. But it's it's the fact that you are playing stadiums, which is the cool part. Yeah. You know, how you got there and, and the struggles that you've had to endure. Yeah, I think... You know, part of the struggles I was talking about being here, I think that's part of what I enjoy about being here, though, is the starting over and the challenge of I got to do it all again. And now I'm not just one of five bass players in town. I have to actually have some bass chops to do this. I'm not going to lie. You probably still are. (laughs) Dude, there are so there are not many bass players, good bass players. I know you're going to be you're solid. Like you can just tell, like, especially by the way. You play guitars and anything. You you understand the songs in general, so it's not. Yeah, it's gonna be solid, dude. Sweet. Yeah, but I think, you know, that's. It was similar with the band I played in with one of the bands I played in in Lubbock. Like you're like we're gonna go play Fort Worth in the stockyards, and I'm like, heck yeah, let's do that. And then we did it, and I'm like, that was, that was fun. That was a good time. Really like these guys. But that was just another show, you know. Yep. And I was like, I think I liked, you know, or like when I got to play in Austin with the with the with Clay's band. I was like, we we did it, we made it to Austin, we played Austin, and then I was like, I think I liked just the little shows back in Lubbock where we're goofing around for three hours, for four hours Fucking at the Garden around. or the Blue Light and all yeah. that. And it's like, I think I like those, and I'm excited to get to go through that phase again where I'm like, we're just, we're just new boot goofing up here new on stage. Fucking boot goofing, man. We're you just, we're right. just goofing. <laughs> we're just having a good time. Dude, so. Absolutely, man. It is nice. I forgot how much I like to, I, I guess the phrase is like cut your teeth, but I forgot how much it, how good it feels to like, not necessarily punch in the mouth, but like go through it again. Yeah. You know? Hit those stumbling blocks again yep. and overcome <clears> them. Like, First couple times I sit in with a band and I don't like know the material yet, I'm not goofing. I am locked into some <laughs> charts. Yeah. But as soon as I get to where like, oh, I've got this like I know this song isn't changing progressions for the rest of the song. Like yeah. I'm gonna chill and, and I'm do gonna the thing. unwind a little bit and just just goofing. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah, I love that. Tell me one of your like hardest like lows. When it, when it comes to music, if you went through any, that's a tough one. Do you have a? F- do you have any? Oh, I'm yeah. I'm okay, sure I so, do. So you're trying to figure out which like. Well, I mean, and not nothing like. Oh, I just want to set my guitar on fire and never play again. <laughs> um, you know that's. I'm trying to think, you know, you just go play shows which i know it's the same here but you know like there was a venue in lubbock that was really hyped up and we're like this is the spot it's right next to the tech campus like the kids are going to be here it's going to be popping like this is going to be a show this is going to be a good time 
And it's very Broadway vibes. There's a little stage right up by the front door, do- windows that open out into the street. I'm like, hell yeah, oh, yeah. this is going to be great. And like for the whole night, for the four-hour gig, like a total of 40 people showed up. And you're just like, why? why where, where did you all go? Why, why are you not here? And it's just like, why are we doing this? Why are we taking these gigs that are like this? But it's better than having no gigs. So, and I don't know, like, just some nights people don't care. And yeah. But you do it anyway because <coughs> that's your job and you like doing it. So, there it is very interesting because, you know, before we came down here, we started doing a lot of ticketed shows in venues where, like, people would pay tickets and you know they're coming to see you and not necessarily just, you know, be a part of the crowd and, like, Happen oh, there's there. a band playing. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. And, man, it was very nice. It was very nice to have that kind of a attention to the show that we're putting on, which, you know, was that was our original stuff. So it was very nice to, to start out and do. Yeah. What is that? Am I on something? I don't think so. Oh, I think I'm rocking. Oh, it's a screen. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I don't know about musical lows. I, it did really hurt when I had to leave Lubbock and and knowing I wasn't going to play with Clay's band anymore. That one, that one hurt because those guys were like family, you know. Yeah. And we did hundreds of shows together. Yeah. And that one, that one hurt. I really wanted the single to come out while I was still there too so I could celebrate with the guys, but... You know how singles are. They take a long time. So, Actually, dude, I, I've been contemplating this, and I, I, I'd like to hear your – because you went to school for, like, commercial music, like marketing and, like, just the world of it, right? Yeah, just kind of <clears throat> the whole, the whole yeah. shebang. So I know you, pre-saves used to be a thing, right? Yeah. that I don't know much about the streaming music. Oh, dude. So you should do an episode with my girlfriend Crystal, and she knows more about that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, dude, I'd love to. It's <laughs> and social and media and I'm stuff. I'm sure but. she would. Yeah. Oh my God, I'd love to because it's so interesting. You know, pre-saves. You, you know what they are. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they used to be this huge thing, and it made sense because of you know where the world and social media was at the time. But now with TikTok and how quick things move, pre-saves are useless because people don't want the. the we're getting closer and closer to like no delayed gratification. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's all super instant. And it's like, all right, you can play two games. You can play the, no, 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 no. I'm going to make them wait, which you can, if you have a big enough following, but you have to play the game in order to, to make the rules sometimes, you know? Yeah. So like you have to play this running gun game where it's like content, 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 your songs are content. So like the quicker you can get them out, it doesn't even matter if they're if they're really well produced. Like people go crazy for acoustic shit, raw. Listen shit. to Zach Bryan's first album, exactly. And people lost as from the I mean as a songwriter, I'm like this is phenomenal, this is awesome. Yeah. From the production side of it, I'm like, what's happening here? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's around a campfire. What's happening? What? Like yeah. There was no no metronome was used in this. No no click nothing, but people ate that up fuck yeah it just goes to show and there's so many other artists that are doing that they're starting out that raw scene and then 
bam. Yeah. Like if if they have, if they need it or want it, like they'll do a full full production of it, like drums yeah. and everything. But man, is it like it's crazy. So you see that, and you have to be a data guy. You have to understand, and you can't argue with the data in this industry. Like, if this is where it's going, this is where it's going. So like, no pre save pre saves just don't make sense anymore. No, I did an experiment myself because I kept seeing people in and down here. Yeah. They're still I've running pre-saves. Yeah. And, and pre-save, it comes out Wednesday and stuff. So I'm like, okay, let me see how this works. So I put uh, I put a YouTube version out, and I was like, I also put a pre-save. If people want to listen to it and pre-save it, whatever, I want to see what they what they are like. Let's do whatever. And before, before TikTok kind of took over, like, you know, I had good pre-save numbers. Okay, so I'm like, all right, I know I can get at least somewhat of a, a decent value and man pre-save nothing compared to like what people are listening to it on youtube yeah and now it's not much i'm not like blowing up or anything but what i'm saying is people if i like when i say pre-save it and it'll come out on august 25th they know when it's coming out or go listen to it now and if the later version will come out you know They'll listen to it now. They'll do the now. Every they will time. do the now. Yeah. yeah, you make it easy for. All you have to do is serve it up to people. You know, yeah, and, the, and that that's what they want. And th- obviously, some of the music I've seen have them not in my experience, but watching other artists like I'm a big American Aquarium fan, stuff like that. Yeah, and people that just drop surprise singles too. Like that's exactly that's like blowing up on TikTok. You know, yeah. that's. That's the surprise content. They didn't want to wait. They didn't want to hear your release dates. They didn't want to. No, you just gave them music. Exactly. And that's what they want. They want. They don't want to hear you talking about three more days. And it. No, they just just give them the song. Yeah, dude. I had people. All right. So when I came down, I had this one connection. All right. He's super. He or she is super sweet. <laughs> Just in case. I don't think they'd ever hear this or even know. It's but like we can edit this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're they're really sweet. And I know they genuinely, genuinely want to help. But, dude, they're, their info, they're like, they're just so outdated. Even, even as recent as he's had success, like a few years ago himself, so outdated. Didn't yeah, even know. And he's, he's telling me, you've heard of fucking... Uh, whiskey Jam, right? Yeah. Okay, so him and the band he was in, they played Whiskey Jam, okay? And they're like, ah, it wasn't that big of a deal. That was like a few years ago, okay? And I'm like, he he's like, yeah, we can probably get you on Whiskey Jam, but it's not really that big of a deal. Like, kind of sucks. And then I'm like, you have no idea. You are oblivious to what the world fucking actually is. You know that, right? And, and I'm sure he received that feedback sh- real sure well. Sure enough, sure enough. Like, I... I was trying to be, I'll be honest, I was trying to be an artist of him on his roster. And then, like, couple, and then a couple things just, I was like, you have no idea. And then another artist that had way more clout than I did was like, I want to get on Whiskey Jam. And he's on fucking Whiskey Jam. Now, and then I, I, we're still friends, but I don't work with them anymore. So, like, right. I can't have that, like, hey, can you get us on Whiskey Jam? But it's very funny, it, like, some of the people down here, like staying current and it, it's it's so quick it's so quick yeah. that like you have to have people on your team that it's like oh shit it's going this way now like, yeah oh shit you gotta do this monitoring 
social media trends and like do reels matter anymore and stuff like that and i have no idea <laughs> crystal has tried to help me like she'll send me a sound she's like this is trending make a reel with this and and i'm like hi i i don't even know it's so tough but for you like what what your goals are at least the ones that you're like expressing you can just enjoy that shit you don't necessarily have to be a content producer you yeah. know like with me I have to. Right. I have to understand it. I have to want to understand it and find a way to enjoy it. And I do genuinely en enjoy it now. But, yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, that was the first thing I noticed when, like, we I followed you on Instagram yeah. after we played together and stuff. And I was telling Crystal about playing with you the next day. And I was like, and you're going to like his social media. Like, the dude huh. is... He's putting in work on social media. And sure enough, like, we're on the phone. She's like, oh, yeah, this is good. And, like, so... I, even I knew I'm like there this this is what we're supposed to be doing with the social media but it's it's tough man thankfully you know I'm sure I could still make it work with a full-time job but man thankfully I do not music is my full-time job yeah so I I don't dismiss that as like yeah anybody can do it it's like no it's hard to set your life up like this and it takes the same amount of sacrifice as it does for any other job and it's funny because some of my friends and, you know, family, they don't necessarily understand that, like, once you take this out on as a job, <clears throat> you know, you have to appreciate different things a lot more and respect a lot more. So let me give you an example. Like a few shows, my friends would come out on the road. Like they would either drive up, it wasn't too far to drive, or I had friends in the area. And they, like, this is a full-time job, uh, like opening up for for bands at this time or just this specific these specific examples and they thought they acted like it was you know like a cover gig like hey we're we're all just hanging out now you know like hey i'm gonna hang out by the stage i'm gonna hang back i'm gonna follow you and like i'm like dude no like this is my job yeah like, i'm on they, the clock now exactly like you i know it doesn't look like it because we're here to entertain you but i'm on the clock like this is they're they're looking at me to see if they even want me for anything else. So if I have people around the merch uh, area, just like kind of crowding it and not moving along, like if I have people back back in the green room or with me and we're just kind of like, it's almost, I'm making it feel like open season, like anybody can do anything. I'm not, I'm like, I don't You're look not professional. not being professional. Exactly, yeah. I don't look professional. They're gonna be like, that guy's not professional. And sometimes it's tough for people to realize that because they're like, what do you mean? It's just music. It's like, let me come to your fucking job. <laughs> all right. And just hang out with yeah, you all day. That's what. Yeah. And I tell people that and they're like, it's not the same. Like, it's the exact same. You yeah. don't. And it's fine that you don't understand it. But this is the way it is. Yeah. Because I take this seriously and I love this. And I and I we can hang out after. But right now. This is not a time. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's what. I would tell people, like, especially at my old job uh, when I was, you know, splicing fiber and stuff, and I basically gave them, like, a six-month notice. I'm like, hey, uh, the new semester starts in January, and I'm going to be gone by then. So, yep. and so for six months, everybody in that company is walking up asking, like, so what are you going to go do? And I'm like, I'm going to go play music. And they're like, what else are you going to do? And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And then same when I tell people I'm moving to Nashville, they're like, oh, good. What, what are you, you going to be doing? I'm like, I'm going to play music. And they're like, 
what what else are you gonna be like? No, that's. I mean, eventually, mm-hmm. if if I don't get enough work, I'll go back and deliver pizzas or something. I really like my job parking cars, you know. But yeah. like the goal is play music all the time, like pay my bills with that. That's yeah. what I want to do. And people just don't believe it's a real job. Like it doesn't look the same as like you know. My, I have a brother that shoes horses professionally. Like that's his job. That's like the hardest job I can think of. It is not as hard as that job physically, no, but yeah, it is yeah. it is a whole lot of hours and the mental gymnastics you have to go. You're just <clears throat> mentally worn out all the time. Like my roommate was like, I can't believe you put this much time into this. This is really impressive because I get up every morning and practice bass for like two hours or something. And then go to Broadway for the day or wherever the palace, wherever I'm going to try to meet people, come home, practice some more with whatever new songs I like. Oh, we play this one on Broadway. Okay, I'm going to make a note of that. And that's what I do. I've got a six-hour playlist of every song I've heard on Broadway to go home and learn. Dude, that's dedication, man. That is legit. That's the type of shit that fucking, oh, it fires me up inside. (laughs) Well, good. It does, man. People don't understand the kind of, because we seem very free and loose on stage and it's an entertainment part, they don't understand the kind of schedule that you have to keep yourself to, right, to I keep relevant. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have to go and clock in at 8 a.m., but I'm still, I still got to put eight hours in on this somehow. You got to treat this like a job, whether it's yep. practicing or networking or writing. Yep. And I've focused so much on the practicing and networking i have not written hardly at all but yeah i just started man when we moved down here i that we talked a little bit about this but like i would get i would what's it called i would have like almost a panic attack mentally or like anxiety from from not feeling like i was doing too much and it really came from not like getting a schedule you know because up up home or up in PA, like I had kind of a, a loose schedule. I knew when I would want to book. I knew who I could talk to, you know, whatever. Or, but now it's like, all right, I gotta still do all this, and I gotta get writers round and whatever. And I kind of like just, I was like, when am I gonna do all this? I can't do it. I can't do it now. I need to do this, do that. And you know, she was like, why don't you just make a schedule? I was like, okay. So I make a schedule, and it's like. I'm like, all right, this is all what I want to do, and this is how I would fit it in in the week, you know, to make it actually work. And she's like, these are, this is long fucking hours. Like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but I'm all I got right now because the band is awesome, but they also are, they're also making sure that they can pay the bills. And while we're down here right now, like, we don't have, we don't have the shows at this moment, like these past two months to pay the bills just because we're trying to get acquainted and re- right yeah. getting the ball rolling yeah and she's like D- like oh, why are you doing this i'm like because that's what i gotta do like this is the type of time that if i'm gonna beat anybody else down here not not that it's competition but if right. i'm gonna stand if out i'm gonna be competitive here, yeah I, if i'm gonna I'm, be relevant i'm 30 so i need to get the ball rolling because i don't have 10 years to waste and figure out that kind of shit. Like I need to figure this out and as soon as possible and understand it as best as possible. And so it's like early, it's like book, TikToks, write, and then whatever, like uh, 
writer's rounds or a show or something. Yeah. And then it's like late nights, early mornings. You take a nap in the day, but it's tough. And, and people, that's some of this, like, documentation. Like, if anybody else sees these and they're like, man, I kind of want to know. I want to get into music. I want to know what it takes. Like, it's right here. This is, you know, this yeah. is the journey. These are the struggles you got to go through and, and things you got to learn because it's not all... You can't learn songs just from, you're not going to memorize songs just from hearing them once. You got to practice them. Yeah. You got to practice. You got to, yeah, like you trying to get out and meet people to book shows. I'm trying to get out and meet people that will hire me to do shows and stuff. And it's just, it's a lot of hours and it's every day. Like I will, I will have to pick a day. Normally it's Sundays that I pick. I'm like, we are just, you know, I'm going to church in the morning. I'm going to watch Seinfeld this afternoon. Yeah. I'm just going to chill out. I'm going to cook me a nice dinner. I always try to pick one day a week to do that. Um, that's nice. That's, an, that's a nice scheduled thing, too. Yeah, because, you know? I mean, I'll be, it'll be like 2 a.m., and I'm putting the bass down to go to bed, and, I'm, and I feel guilty at 2 a.m. that I'm not staying up later practicing. It's like, no, you did enough today. Just go, go lay down. That's, ex- yeah. Yeah. Like, after a whole day, I did, like, last Monday, I was on Broadway for eight hours. After I'd been up practicing for, like, three, went home and practiced acoustic solo stuff because I have a show in Franklin coming up. Where at? Uh, King's Dining and Entertainment. It's a bowling alley, I think. Okay. I haven't been there. I actually have heard that if that's what I'm thinking of, I've, I've heard that it's awesome gigs there. There. Oh, nice. That, like a lot of people have went through there. Yeah, it's yeah. I got it through almost kind of like a <clears throat> I wouldn't know. If, I don't know if booking agent is the word, but like I have to pay this man for like this man gets a cut for me to do the show. He handles all their booking for them. All and their I, booking. What do you mean? Like, like he handles booking entertainment for that venue. Okay. And then he takes a cut from from hmm. the artist. And yeah, I I don't know that situation but in general I if you are if you don't work specifically with that venue I understand taking a cut like if he's like hey I got you show at this place I just take 10% or whatever yeah. like okay but if you are specifically there booking no he he books for a lot of places so okay. it's he doesn't work specifically for them I see there was a guy like this in Lubbock and he was a real snake I didn't oh dude they're yeah. everywhere man yeah and so I immediately I kind of got that vibe with this guy but I'll do a show and see how it feels yeah and how'd you run was, in how'd you get his contact i I hit Facebook all day long looking at the gig finder pages and stuff oh gig finder. and he would post like there's like Nashville Musician Network, Nashville yeah. Gig Finder, stuff like that. Oh, and shit. Okay. so I would like between, you know, between songs and practicing and stuff, I'm just scrolling on that. Yep. And this guy posts like every day or two. He's like, "Hey, I need someone to fill in here on this night. Can you shit. do?" And so I would always message him, but I wouldn't have seen it for a couple hours, and he's like, "It's already filled." But and so then yeah. the guy he had had to back out for one. I messaged him for a gig in Franklin because I saw he needed somebody. And I messaged him and said, I'll take it. And he said, it's already booked. And then he called me back like 
at 10.30 that night, and he's like, that guy's not doing it anymore. Do you want it still? So, I like it. I think... So. Yeah, I got to get on those pages. I'm on that Yep. Have you oh, been on that? that Young is. Entrepreneurs of Nashville. Or, no, it's Yep. It's like Young Entrepreneur Professionals. I don't know. Probably somebody can tell me. I don't fucking know. But it's uh, of Nashville, and it's cool. Kind of like the same thing, but it's you know probably just another page of different yeah. name. Cool. Um, I'll check that out. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I got a question. John, it's the big question that I ask everybody who comes on here. Okay. What is living the dream to you? I would say living the dream is like in, in this career or just in general? In general. You can take it like how do I see it or like globally, like what is it really? Whatever. When I say what is living the dream – and whatever comes to your mind and feels right, that. I think living the dream is doing what makes you happy and doing what you know you were called to do. That, And if you can make a living doing that, you're really living the dream. Like, I love to play music, and I'm lucky enough that I get to make my living doing that. My brother loves shoeing horses. Actually, nobody really loves shoeing horses, but he <laughs> likes being a cowboy. and. Yeah doing leather work and silversmithing and stuff like that, and he gets to do that, and he's a real lucky man for getting to do that. I got another brother. He just loves mechanicking. He works on airplanes. He's living his dream. I got another brother who started out in the medical field at, like, age 15, and it's all he's ever wanted to do, and he does that every day, travels the country doing Damn. it now. He's living yeah. his dream, and, like, that's living the dream. For me, that means go on the road, plan shows for people, and make enough money that, I can pay my bills. I want to play good music with people I like. I like it, man. That's good. That was probably a much longer answer than dude. What was no, 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 <laughs> no. You can. You are more than welcome to make your answers as long or short. Like, it's a complicated question, and it's different to everybody. You know, some people, some people. You know, personally, they think it's. Um, some people think it's the result. Like, once I get the result, and then I can, like, I'm going to do this, and then I get this, and that's then living the dream. I'm living the dream. And some people think it's, you know, during, and some people it's, you know, more spiritual. But in general, it's just nice to know, like, it's nice to hear different perspectives on what living the dream is because, yeah, you know, you never know what you're not appreciating in life. I, I think... When we were talking about like, oh yeah, I played this stage, but I didn't. It wasn't necessarily that I, uh, that I played this stage. It was that, you know, I d I got to go through this journey. I got to do the things that got me to this stage. Yeah. That's what that other people would kill for. Yeah, you know, like killed to get in it. I I have a gratitude journal that I start every morning. I've yeah. been getting big. You know Gary V. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I've yeah. just I follow Gary V. and. He's always talking about gratitude, and I just really try to break down. Like, I was stressing about, yep. like, I don't have any gigs or, like, not a lot of gigs. I'm like, well, I'm grateful that I have enough money saved up that I can be here and not have to work a 9 to 5 while I get gigs. Yep. And then I'm grateful for whatever gigs I do get. I'm grateful for 
you know, I was bummed that I moved to Nashville two weeks before Crystal did. And we spent, like, the whole summer together. And so, like, that was... I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful for this time to just focus on looking for gigs and watching Seinfeld and stuff. Like, it's just trying to put a, a lens of gratitude yeah. on everything. Yeah, because honestly, that's... Um, I have that this song coming out called First Time, and it was kind of written around that. Is that, like, man... Oh, what's Kesha? Kesha and Macklemore, they have this song called Good Old Days. And there's a big line in it. It's like, I wish they would have, I wish I would have known those were the good old days. And and then he's like, well, maybe we're in the good old days now. It's the That's same. an office quote, too. Oh, from Andy yeah. Bernard. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I wish oh. we knew it was the good old days while we were still in them. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's so true because it's, it's so, especially when you are actually in the mu- music business, it is a business and it's it's if you don't take it seriously it's hard to take it seriously and take it lightly sometimes but you know that's what that gratitude's for that's something when i got moved here one of my uh teachers from back at spc who's been super helpful whoa there went hmm. the mic uh brent wheeler when i was texting like oh here's all the stuff i'm doing he's like he didn't respond to any of that he said don't forget to have fun. Oh man! And what a great whoever that's that guy like, is. He he nailed it. He yeah, gets it. he and gets it. From a man that drinks Lacroix, I never thought I'd get such sound <laughs> advice. But <laughs> and I hope you watch this and hear that joke, Brent. <laughs> that's um, hilarious. <laughs> um, and it reminded me uh, when I was when I was younger. Uh, my mom always said that I was very joyful, but it was joy, like very in your face. I was a very hyper kid. And so like my favorite verse was it, in the Bible is First Thessalonians 5.16. And it's two words. It says rejoice always. And I'm not always very good at doing it, but it has kind of become my goal to always just look at it through a lens of we should enjoy this for what it is right now. Yep. And be grateful for. Yep. By we, I mean me, but. In general, yeah, it's okay. You speak to everybody because it's, it's tough. It's super easy to have a negative outlook on life and be and be like, I don't have this, so I should be upset. And it's very, it's, it's hard to remember. It shouldn't be. You get into, you get into a rhythm of appreciating things, but it's hard to train your brain to be like, no, this is this is great. Like where you're at, you're living life. You're able to pursue your dream. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, take every bit in. Like, I'm thankful for this ring light and having this shit and being yeah. able to record. And, you know, it's it's not not everybody does and not everybody can. Joe Rogan had it not, like, last week or something. He was like, what you have, the ability to do this, to perform for people, to play songs, evoke emotion, is a gift. It's like, it's, it's a fucking gift. You got to cherish it while you can. Yeah. Which makes the fucking business part of this so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's that's really, that's what, when I hear someone say, well, I don't really worry about the business side of it. I just do the music side of it. I'm like, they will they will never know yeah. you. Like, you have to do both. You're, yeah. It is it is two very different hats yeah. you got to wear, but you have, you have to wear both of those hats. Yeah. 
Yeah. So otherwise, your other your business hat is going to be sitting out there as a tip jar, and that's all it's going to be used for. Fuck, that's so. a great expression right there. <laughs> Damn, that's good. I, uh, I have this part of the business. You got to if you want something, you got to figure out how to, how to get it right. So when you email somebody, and it's like Garrett Schultz music, right? They're like, hey, I'm Garrett Schultz. You know, you're like, I'm Garrett Schultz, and I am want to talk to you about Garrett Schultz. They're like, all right. Some, you get, okay, like, your, your fa- the odds are not in your favor, but they're not bad. But it, so I started using just fake name. I call him Grant Rampum, and he's my agent. He's my manager now. Yeah. So uh, Grant <laughs> Rampum emails you, emails this venue, and they're like, like, oh yeah, hey Grant, oh, hey, let's right, talk yeah. about Garrett. I'm like, insane. Because does that work better? People like when it looks like you're being represented. They are like, okay, this guy's kind of legit. He's represented. Oh, and he's in Nashville. All right, something probably good. And they just stick a link of or two of three things in there, and they're like, oh, this guy's actually good. They never hear your voice. I do give them my phone number, but they don't have my phone number. They have Grant's phone number, right? So every time, if I get a new contact, I put in parentheses like in, as like in their job or something. I put, "You are Grant" or something. <laughs> like, the first time I tried this, though, I fucked it up because I copied. I used to send people something, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty. Like, you would copy, basically copy and paste the emails. Like, hey, so-and-so, and then give them the spiel, right? And so I copy and paste it, and I forgot to change the ending, saying Grant Grant a- Allen. I, I call him Grant Allen because my middle name's Allen. Right. So, yeah, yeah. So Grant Allen, and uh, in the – it says – the first email, it says Garrett Schultz in my number. But in the body of it, it says, hey, I'm Grant representing Garrett. So this guy calls me. He's like, is this Garrett? And I'm like, uh, who's calling? You know, it's like, well, I'm looking to book Garrett. I'm like, oh, no, I'm Grant. Okay. And <laughs> like, yeah. So it's it's one of those things that like, you got, it's one of those game things, you know? Yeah. You got to play the game and learn to play. Sometimes it might work, might work, not might not work ever again, but. You just gotta keep adapting because the the industry does, so you have to too. Yeah. John, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. And I definitely want to have you back and, and see how your journey grows because like you're ten, eleven days in and you're killing it. Honestly, I was so happy I was happy to meet you and learn about you um Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, things things happen in life at a good time and I was just telling her so we used to we used to track well for 90 minute sets we would track bass so we'd have all our songs planned out we'd have a few extras if it's encore whatever but we have everything tracked out so we didn't need the bass i had two guitars me i was roaming drums i would play acoustic sometimes but i was like man if we do these shows down here i i might i'm gonna need a bassist and i, and I was like man it'd be cool if a bassist could fucking also play guitar a little bit I shit you not. Like a day later, you're you're just playing. Now I'm not saying I'm gonna like make you rich or anything, but it's nice. It was like just a sign of like 
here you go. Try and make something work. And if something yeah. works, awesome. But I should also let you know, I've heard a little banjo on some of your songs. I do have banjo. I also took four semesters of banjo. I, I heard you mention that. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, I have I have a banjo in there. Oh, my gosh. It's, a, it's like a little crappy one, but it's so fun to play. Like, And that's actually the songs that you hear. I played the banjo on. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it a six string or five string? Five. Oh, wow. Most people just go six now because they can just copy guitar riffs on I, it. But. Maybe, but I <laughs> like all. I knew what I wanted to hear. I knew what I wanted to hear, so I, I was like, okay, I want to hear this. So it took time, but yeah. that's all I know. I don't know the reason. You know how like in piano and, and shit you're like, you can understand the reasoning behind what flows. Right, like, oh, yeah, you have yeah. to pick, you hit the third there, and that takes you over into, yeah. Yeah, and on the banjo, I was just like, this is how it's played. <laughs> all right, that's all I need to know. It was, mm. yeah, it was kind of, it was fun, man. But I, I really enjoyed having you, and I thought, oh, how'd you like your first co-write, by the way? Well, that was, gr that was fun. Like, I was, thank you for your patience while you are getting started. It was a little slow getting the ball rolling, but I didn't know, like, yeah, I've never done a co-write. I'm really pretty new to songwriting, even. Yeah, you have but, a you you have a very Americana e style. Yeah, you really do, and it's not bad. It's not, but um, it it was nice, just nice to get your perspective on on songwriting and stuff. Because if songwriting is what you want to do, like something you want to pursue, dude, it's a it's a fun thing, and it creatively it keeps you sharp. Yeah, if you I would yourself. like to do a lot more writing. That's so. that's truthfully why I get a little high right before it because before i'm probably like in my own head telling myself no that's not gonna work yeah, yeah but if you just let it out on paper it it tends to write itself sometimes you know yeah it's good good to get that release man yeah no i i like it was a good co-write it was we got a lot there to work with too so it was not a hard thing yeah. to finish that song either but yeah i think it was good to start you out on something like that yeah. where you could understand the flow and get at least get somewhat of like your own like rhythm of like okay i like this in my mind and like saying it out loud because i know you said before you were you're more like i'm gonna write down very pen and paper yeah, yeah and then figure it out on guitar and yeah everybody writes different but it's 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 fun it's one of those uh i don't know to me songwriting is like one of those the the cherry on tops of uh of this industry where you get to not everything has to be so serious yeah and it doesn't even have to work out like that we could that song my neighbor we might never polish it up or anything and, and record it. it just might sit there but it's like it's one of those joys that you just get to express creatively and, yeah and know that you can do it yeah and i i needed that too because i've just been drawing a blank on it. like i don't even want to i'm like i'm so busy Learning other, other people's songs, yeah. trying to meet other people so I can learn their songs. And I've not written anything, but like, oh, well, this kicked off some ideas for me so I can go yeah. home and write some stuff down. So, All right, dude. I appreciate you on here. And uh, how we say goodbye is love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> and none of this, I don't know if you knew this, but like none of this is edited. I keep everything. I just... I cut into like 30 minute segments. Nice. And then.